Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Maybe we just flow. No plan needed. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the flow. We can talk about that right now. Okay. What? The importance of flow and like getting back because I keep thinking of the convo from yesterday where it was like creating the to-do list and how that takes us out of the flow. And then like right now it's like we could record every day before work and it's like maybe not. Then we flow, you know? Yeah. Yes. We can talk about that because it is something that we have been implementing deeper. It's one of those other things that has been a constant evolution of deepening our understanding of this of the subject, yeah. of what it means to truly flow in life and the different areas of our life and where we're continuously practicing what it means to flow. Because sometimes we'll um perfect or get closer to living on a first nature of being in flow in certain aspects of our life and then there's like another aspect of like work or something where there's still outdated concepts of creating more structure and rigidity where we're practicing releasing it still the idea that flow can't be the default that it can be the default? Yeah. Yeah, it actually reminds me of something you had texted me a few days ago, where the way you do one thing in your life is the way that you do everything in your life. And I feel that that's such a powerful concept. When you shared it with me, I really took it and held it because even if it's like the slightest or most subtle way of doing something, if you aren't in flow in one area of your life, like you mentioned, whether it's work because it's such a rigid structure or whatever area it can be, are you truly in flow in all aspects of your life? And then once we realize that, we could start seeing how can we let go more so that we can welcome in more flow, even if we have to do X, Y, or Z, even if we have a schedule whatever it can be, where where can we open up and receive flow within those things that we're doing? And I feel like those little baby steps will then be able to welcome in greater like changes and more and more flow. Yeah, they'll compound on top of each other, like the compound effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the uh, example that we recently experienced together of creating a list of the things that we wanted to accomplish for flow space, and the list was just like continuously being added onto. And then you had brought No, it I have to emphasize. Okay. Within five minutes, we had no list. And then five minutes later, we had a 10 item list. Yeah. And it was like, how did this happen just now? It wasn't like we continuously added. It was like, boom, 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 boom. So continue. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, <laughs> yesterday, like, and yeah, it's true because this was early on in our meet yesterday to discuss how we can 
like add more things that would be beneficial to where we want flow space to go. And then it got to a point of my thinking was, okay, okay, basically like the five-year plan is like whatever steps we need to accomplish the whole five-year plan, let's put this on this list. That's like being dramatic, but that was the energy behind what I was willing to add to the list. Yeah. And and then you were like, wait, hold on. <laughs> this list <laughs> is getting out of control because this isn't the first time that we've brought this to our own attention of becoming too structured. Like we swing the pendulum from one extreme to the other and we're constantly learning how to bring balance to um, having structure while having flow and where those two can dance in a harmonious balance. Yeah. And what I thought was really cool yesterday, it's like a little bit off topic, but not really, is the potential of reflections in every moment. Because in my personal life, a lot of people who know me know that I'm very organized and structured and I like lists and I like folders and I like everything being in its place. And then you would be almost the opposite. I'm not saying you're not organized, but like you're very more free flowing when it comes to different things than I am. Like I can be more rigid and structured uh, than you. And then yesterday in this conversation, because I think I've been working on trying to like loosen my grip and control just in general so that I can be more flowy, um, I recognized that reflection because you were like talking about the list, like, oh, let's create a shared list. And I was like, hold on. I'm trying everything in my power to get away from lists and having like these structured things hold, like holding me hostage. And we were having this conversation and my husband was nearby and he overheard our conversation. So then afterwards he was like, you see how you felt with the list? That's how you make me feel when you create all of your lists. Aww. So it, it was really cool <laughs> to like recognize it because the same thing that you were doing that was making me feel overwhelmed is something that I... I still do. Like I have a, a list with him right now of things that we have to do <laughs> since we got back from traveling. And it was similar to like what you were doing. Like so many things got piled on that list. And it's like, hold on, we can't do all of these things at once. Like let's go one by one what we can actually do and not overwhelm ourselves because I find that like when you have so much structure and I don't want to say organization because I think organization can be a good thing, but you can easily overwhelm yourself with things like lists and then your proper attention isn't utilized the right way because you're blocking your flow of energy because you're containing it and putting it in this rigid box that we're not really meant to be inside of. Yeah, because having too many steps laid out like on a list doesn't leave room for the endless possibilities that can yeah flow into our life at any moment mm -hmm. and finding the balance is super key and it's cool that he brought this to your attention as well because it shows how although this is something that you've been practicing how in another area of your life like the things that you wanted to do to like maintain your home or whatever it is on your shared list with him mm -hmm. how on that area of your life there can be room for more flow and like easeful uh, just going about whatever it is that you want to get done. And it just speaks to how it becomes easier to implement new changes in certain areas of our life. And yet in other areas, 
we may not have the foresight quite yet as to how there's still room for growth to match where you're growing in other areas of your life. Yeah, and I feel like within myself, because I reflected last night before going to bed on this, um, the concept of like the list with you and then the list with him. (laughs) And I can see how like in efforts of bringing in more flow, you really have to release control. And control is something that I think for the longest time I've been aware of, but I'm still working through it. And if I free up and become very flowy in this area to make me feel balanced, I have to be very controlling in this area of my life. And that's obviously not the way to do it. So it's taking those little baby steps instead of jumping full in in one area, like taking the smaller actionable steps across the board evenly so that I'm actually implementing the changes and integrating them instead of just playing pretend and doing it in this area, but not this area. Because as you said, the way you do one thing is going to be the way you do it across your entire life. So I feel that that's a way to bring in more balance when making these changes. That is so good. I feel like that's such a key component because it can be like a way to help us regulate our system, our nervous system to then put more structure in another area because we're becoming more free flowing in another area. Yeah. And instead of doing that, creating those baby steps to integrate these new changes in our life in all areas is very supportive to our nervous system instead mm-hmm. of like shocking it and overwhelming it. Yeah. I think exactly. that's that's like that just lit a light bulb within me, you know, because I was still in the concept of, oh, you implement changes in one area, but then it doesn't mirror the changes that you're having in another area. But it's true. The way you do one thing is how you do everything. Like the energetics behind what we do is the same. It's our blueprint across the board. It depends on like our awareness of it and how that's manifesting into the physical with our actions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then how did we bring in balance to like go back to the story now that it's like the list, <laughs> the list, you know, that never ending list. Um, because it's not it's not to say not to have a list, but it's also not to say to have this ever ending, like never ending list. Never ending. So, yes. So would you like to share in the story of like how we brought balance? <laughs> sure. We um, actually, through the suggestion of my husband, it was like, put a cap on the list. It's okay to have the list, but let's put a cap so that we're not overwhelming ourselves and having the never, bless you, Thanks. having the never ending list. So we within ourselves came up with the number three, three to do items, one that you're responsible for, one that I'm responsible for, and then one that's a joint responsibility. And for me, that feels really good. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It feels good for me, too, although we haven't put it to practice yet. Like, we're still working on the original list that we made yesterday. Yeah. Um, So it feels like a stay tuned kind of thing. Like, it's an ever-evolving new thing that we're implementing into our life. But we got, I think we made a lot of progress because we did have the list. And because it was brought, things were brought up, we wanted to, like, wrap it up. So... Just like to for full transparency, like we did attend some of the list items, like we attended to them. We wrapped those things up and then we uh, compiled our list or whatever that word is. Like we put together certain things 
Um, and we got it down. I think our list has like four things. And now maybe it has only two things. I don't know. Yeah, it just only has two things. Yeah. But it's just so fascinating. I'm still stuck on the idea that how I was making you feel. It was like a domino effect, you know, like how I was making you feel. You're making someone else feel that way. And it's cool to see how like we are experiencing something. It's like, how are we playing a role in what we're experiencing that doesn't feel good? How are we putting that onto another experience or another person? Yeah, and actually, that's something I was going to share before you um, brought up the story, like our outcome of the story, was the root and the energetics behind the actions that we take. Because as I mentioned, something that I've been working on forever is um, relinquishing control of situations. And last night, I was like, where does that come from? You know, like, please figure out the root of where the control stems from. And I got, I arrived to some things very loosely. I obviously have to sit with myself more, but it can almost be a fear of rejection or like a, a wound rooted in rejection that I could have experienced in my childhood. And now to avoid feeling those feelings of like sadness or pain that I experienced with something associated to rejection, I try my best to control the situation and control the outcome. And that's how that carries over into many different areas of my life. That is so relatable. That resonates a lot. It even reminds me of how I navigated us meeting today to record. You texted me when I woke up and it was like, okay, now or never kind of feeling that I felt like, oh, okay, let's record right now. You know, I just woke up, even though I have like things that I want to do just to get settled into my day. I'm going to put that aside to make this happen because if not then I don't know when we'll be able to do it like the day will take off and then we won't be able to do it like I didn't have those thoughts but it's that energy and I mm -hmm. feel it's it's relatable to what you were just explaining about the fear of rejection um and it can mask itself out of like being hyped and it's like no because if something is arising, is causing um, to arise within myself this feeling of like being hyped or like overly excited. It's not rooted in a grounded energy. So if it's not grounded, that's a way to check in with myself, like a measuring, a measurable step to reflect within myself. Like, why is this showing up within me? Yeah. I think that's really supportive. It is. And like I said, I still I arrived to this last night. So there's still like more reflection I have to or reflecting I need to do within myself. But I feel like that wound, like we'll just call it a wound or like the trauma of the fear of rejection. Um, even though that's something that can be like this one instance that sticks out in my mind from childhood, how it has manifested over the years and to avoid feeling that again, or just to avoid being in a similar situation, how my behavior has been sculpted to then be, you know, the way I am today, or like the certain characteristics or feeling the need to keep the peace or feeling that I need to do whatever I can to make sure everything goes smoothly. Like there's so many different ways that it shows up, but it's rooted in the same thing. So as you shared, you know, it can mask, it, mask itself. But when you really like, become still and give yourself the time and the attention you can see how it carries over in many different aspects that you might not think are really related 
but the root cause usually is is related. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that's true for many things that show up in our life that stem from a wound, perhaps from childhood, and how initially at first glance they can appear that they're not related, but Mm -hmm. through reflection and becoming still, we arrive to that realization that it is. And even on a larger scale, like in society, it can be connected to like the rat race and like when things come up, it's to address them and get the ball rolling. And if not, then we lose out on opportunity or we may not achieve the growth that we want to um, if we're not meeting whatever is showing up with a sense of urgency. Um, And I feel like that's an example on a macro scale, how these wounds that we carry within ourselves from whenever childhood, past, past lives or in our ancestry, whatever it is, how they continue to perpetuate ways of being that we don't want in our reality. So it's cool because it's a way that we can take accountability to make these changes. Yeah, and I think um, to reference the book again that we're reading, the inner workbook, there's a part in it that really lit up a light bulb for me and it mentions the rat race, like how sometimes you'll hear people saying that they don't want to be a part of the rat race or they don't want to be a part of the way society is being done. It's the same energy and the same token as being in it. It's two coins, the same side or whatever that phrase is um, about the coin. Yeah, two sides to the same coin. Exactly. And I feel like the same thing, like holding the energy of the wound whether you're experiencing the energy that that wound made you or you're doing everything to avoid it, it's still that same energy that's connected to that wound. So to really welcome in flow and release that, you have to properly deal with it. You can't just pretend or like try to invent new ways to not experience it because you're going to still have that memory somewhere within your body, your energetic body. Yeah, it reminds me of a lot of different movements that go on, like for whatever it is, um, like on a larger scale with people um, to promote uh, like a freedom of a race or whatever it is. Uh Um, And how that can, you're like fighting the division with the same energy that created division. Mm -hmm. Like that same idea. And like, how can you expect a new result if you're not meeting it with a different energy? You're just compounding the energy that created the thing that you want to eradicate in the first place yeah like you're trying to fight for freedom and liberation through oppression that's literally no way to do that because somebody is gonna be oppressed and I think that speaks to like the same energy of the wound like you have to properly deal with it get to the root of it heal it love it give it the attention it needs instead of just creating these different ways to cause more pain or more hurt Because for Mm -hmm. me, the example I gave with control, that control causes a lot of frustration in my life, you know, in efforts to avoid me experiencing pain from that fear of rejection, I'm overly controlling in certain situations, and then it ends up with me being disappointed or frustrated. So my efforts are basically in vain. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's such a grand realization to really be able to then welcome in the energy and the flow I want to bring in and let go, but like truly let go of that wound and the pain that I still hold from it. 
Yeah, and it feels it's available to practice letting that go in moment to moment as well, since like the awareness is there and it will continue to grow as you like sit with the this concept that came forward for you. Mm-hmm. And then you have every moment in the now moment to make a different choice based off of this new awareness. And I feel that's also a good way to um, approach these new realizations that come into our our awareness in a way that's digestible and not overwhelming for the nervous system. Yeah. And I think like it can be applied to any area, anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be this wound. It can be whatever it is. And that's the best way to go about making the changes that you want to see. And I feel that also speaks to, because it's true, it is something that can be applied to every area. It feels relatable to the beginning of this conversation, to the list which the true intention of the list is just to um, achieve goals that we would like to achieve for flow space in a way that feels in alignment for us. And that can be accomplished with these baby steps in a way that is integratable, if that's a word, in a way that doesn't overwhelm us. And there's no like time frame that's appropriate. Like we're on God's time. Literally, I like that. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space, space to, to flow. If you would like to support us, you can check out our affiliates mentioned in our show notes or on our website at flowspacewellness.com and go to our affiliates page. We have affiliates with Greenfield Water Solution, which brings life back into your water, with Lil's Basement, which are handcrafted polymer clay jewelry incense holders and cute creations for your body and home, life-changing energy which supplies sound healing instruments such as crystal singing bowls singing pyramids and tuning forks the original himalayan crystal salt which is our go-to for salt to make soleil and then baja gold salt company which we love to cook with their sea salt you can also support us by leaving us a love donation any comments on our social media pages or our youtube and also sharing our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, and anybody you feel would benefit from our message. Thank you so much for joining, tuning in, and listening to us and sharing this space. And we look forward to connecting with you in the future. Mm-hmm.